You're listening to the Colts Blue Zone Podcast. All right, Zach Kiefer, you want to start us off? How's it going, Darius? Good, man. How are you? Not too bad. Um, I think a lot of us have seen your cleats for this year. I know you've been asked about them. Um, I want to ask you this. Which one of the things you wrote on your cleats was the thing that angered you the most? Which knock was the one that ticked you off the most? I'm fourth best linebacker. Um, you know, being a competitor, you know, you play this game to be the best. And if you're not the top one at your position, then, you know, that means you're not doing the right thing. And, um, you know, I think that I got to continue to go out each and every week to prove that I could be the best linebacker. But until then, that fourth linebacker um, projection, that's, that's something I, I just can't live with. Mike Chappell? Yeah, Darius, on that uh, topic, is that something that is just ingrained to you, that that's the way you find motivation? S some of the disrespect is there, obviously, the, the, the stuff coming out of the draft. But you've made Pro Bowl. How much do you really need this to motivate yourself? I need 100% of it. Um, you know, um, you know, some people can get complacent with the things that, that they've done. And me, you know, I look for, you know, I'm always on Twitter. I look for every bad comment. I look for everybody just to talk trash to me because if someone out there talking trash about me, that means that I'm not doing enough. So I got to continue to go out and put my best foot forward no matter what. And no matter what it is, saying someone, you just even say Darius is not the fastest linebacker, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to argue with that. So I just got to make sure that no matter what I do, I got to be the best at my position or take whatever criticism and use it as fuel to continue to, uh, to try to be the best. Taylor Tannenbaum? On the same topic, did you reach out to get these cleats made? Did they make them for you? And did you pick out all the things that you wanted on them? And when do you plan on wearing them? Um, you know, it was it's crazy because my agent knows how, how, you know, I take criticism, especially negative criticism. So he actually called my wife and was like, uh, I want to do this for Darius. Uh, can you pick up all the things that will make him upset going into the camp? So Kayla actually put everything together. Um, will I wear them? I don't know. I'm, I might, um, you know, this, I'm not a big um, fancy cleat guy, you know, I'm, playing Jane guy. So I don't know if I wear, I'll probably, you know, take a picture, put them on my front screen just to keep that motivation about like I did with the Bleacher Report. George Brammer. Darius, um, with this kind of odd preseason, no games and, and who knows how much live tackling, how do you get ready physically for the regular season? Physically? Um, you know, you just got to practice. You, I mean, you, you practice like you play. And well, you play like you practice, and you know you kind of continue as a linebacker. You know we do tackling drills day in and day out, so it's nothing, nothing new. Um, I know that you know Coach Frank probably going to do a lot of um, uh, competitive live things, so that's going to give us an opportunity to um, to get going. Um, you know, there's a lot of film study, a lot of technique things that you got to do. You got to know 
how to tackle a guy. Um, and then you play, you know, you've been playing football for me probably for 15, 16 years now. So some things are muscle memory and, you know, you're going to miss tackles, but you got to learn from it and just keep going. Kim Bone? Darius, we know that you and Anthony are super close. Do you feel like you are a better linebacker when he's next to you on the field? And and if so, why? Yes, because, you know, when – when Anthony's out there, he's he's so smart. Um, like he calls out plays before before it happens, or you know, if I'm missing line, you know, he's there to tell me, "Hey, get over here." Uh, his pre he, his pre snout recognition is is off the charts. Um, he's he's very smart, very athletic, and he we we've been playing with his playing linebacker, you know, being a duo together for going on three years now. So we have a lot of plays that you know, if one guy mess up. And the other guys sit, you know, we, we, we cover for each other. You know, just got that bond, got that feel to know that, yo, he's supposed to be here, he's not, so let me cover for him. And if I see him in my position, then, you know, I take his position. So it's, it's just that bond and that, and that, um, that, that time we got uh, with each other. Phil B. Darius, thank you for your time, sir. Um, I'm wondering uh, if you have any anxiety reporting for camp and when you look around the league you see so many teams with players opting out the the times you're living in I mean could you describe your emotions or your thoughts about uh you know showing up for work um, I couldn't wait to show up for work you know I'm a man with a lot of energy I hate to sit still for this past few months I've been sitting at home you know Taking care of the little out in the country doing things, and you know, I really, I really don't care about everybody else opting out. You know, I'm gonna take it day by day, one play at a time, one game at a time, one day at a time, and let the chills fall where they fall at. So opting out of anything, I'm that's not something that you know that's not in my mind. It's something that I'm not even looking forward to. A quick follow: uh, No Colts have opted out. Should we read anything into that? Uh, is that coincidence, or what do you think that is? You got you to gotta ask them. I, I, I don't know that answer, you know what I mean? I could just speak for myself. I just know what I love to do, what I want to do. Um, and, you know, we just got to continue to, you know, social distance, uh, wash your hands, wear a mask, everything that um, the world's asking. And I think if we continue to do that, I think that, you know, hopefully, you know, we don't have anyone opt out. But I can't say we will. I can't say we won't. Thank you. Joel Erickson. Yeah, Darius, uh, using using the criticisms as fuel and stuff, what's the earliest criticism that you can remember uh, driving driving you in your life? Like, how, how old were you and what, what what was it? Um, I was – the earliest criticism I had probably um, playing JV, JV football. Um, I was a little runt, and everybody said that, you know, he could play offense, but – he would never be as good as his brother defensively. And that was because, I mean, I was so small. And I can remember, like, I always go back now to my high school. I'm going to help out with everything I can. And I remember my 10th grade year uh, playing baseball, and I wasn't the greatest coming up. And so, I mean, it's after practice. And I'm putting in extra work after practice. And one of the assistant coaches come up to me. He said, you know, I played with your dad. Your dad was good. Your dad was fast. What the hell happened to you? And ever since then, like, I'll tell them, I said, I never want to hear them words again. So, I mean, I just, you know, grind and say, okay, I'm using this motivation. So now every time that I see him, you know, I say, hey, man, I appreciate that. I never heard them words again. So hopefully I can continue to um, not hear him.
Mike Wells. Wait, Darius, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and piggyback off of what Joel asked you. Um, have people tried to tell you don't pay attention to the to the criticism because um, obviously with social media, everybody's got an opinion on things. You've talked to us in the media about that. And why haven't you tried to block it out? Um, yes, you know, a lot of people say that, but that what that's them. You know, they probably can't take criticism as well as I can. You know, I don't care if someone's talked down on me because I'm just going to use it as fuel. And other people, you know, they come and say, Darius, you need to stay out of the media. Don't need to respond. You don't need to do this. But that's who I am. I'm going to show the world that, okay, I see what you're saying. And I'm going to go out and prove that I can do what you're saying that I cannot do. And I would never shy away from it. I would never stop going on Twitter to see that. Because at the end of the day, I'm at the top level of playing football. And sometimes you can get complacent. And as long as you got someone continue to say negative things, continue to badly rank you day in and day out, no matter what. And I need that. And that's going to give me that drive no matter what. So when I come to work, it's like, okay, I got to put that maniac mentality on zero plays off. And I got to play every play like it's my last play. And once I, I feel like if I ever shy away from that, if I shy away from the media or shy away from the Twitter, that's when I say, okay, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm here. I made it which I haven't made it because I'm not a Super Bowl champion, not MVP, or any other things that I have on my list that I need to cross. Have you ever tried to block it out? And if you did, no. how long did it last? I never tried to block it out. Because, mm -hmm. like I said, ever since, like, uh, playing JV football, you know, that's as early as it came. And then once I came up from there, like I said, my 10th grade, the baseball thing, and then not getting recruited by Clemson, or not getting an offer by Clemson, and then going to college, they said, okay, Darius too small to play linebacker. Then I went uh, off to play linebacker, and I played well. Once I got drafted, I was draft pick. Then after that, you know, I got snubbed from the from the Pro Bowl. And last year, I got snubbed from the first team All-Pro. So it's just so many things that, you know, I keep in the back of my mind and say, okay, you got to continue to hold this grudge and say, okay, I got to work even harder, no matter what. Once I get tired on that last rep, I say, you know what, one more for the haters, one more for everybody who doubts you, and that's the mindset you got to have. Darius, what if you do everything? What if you have a Pro Bowl year, you win the Super Bowl, and you're the defensive MVP? Where is the motivation to come after that? I, have, I don't mean to cut you off, but I have 15 goals that I set so high. There's absolutely no way that I can reach all 15 in one year. No way. Kent Sterling. Darius, not all 15, but what's the, what's the goal that you want to reach mo that most fuels you? Super Bowl champion, league MVP. You know, those are, those are the top two that – you want to have, you know, you want to be the world champions, you want to be Super Bowl MVP, and you want to be the league MVP. And if you can reach all three of them in one season, that means you did everything the right way and everybody see it. Because you got to put the team first no matter what. So that's the Super Bowl. But then once you come to yourself, you want the Super Bowl MVP, but then you want the league MVP. Stephen Holder. There's um... – you, you've accomplished a lot. I know it's not enough. Uh, but each year, you, you've, you've talked about getting better and progressing as a player. 
what is next? Like when you talk about your game specifically, you know, is it is it rushing the passer? I, I don't know. What what's is there something you want to add to your game this year? Um, I say you know, knowing what type of runner I'm facing. Um, like Derek Henry, you know, he's a he's a big guy. Know how to attack him, or playing someone like Christian McCaffrey, knowing how he runs. You know, you got to know your knowledge of the game. Got to get a whole lot better. Um, I see a lot of times, you know, I was just watching film with the coaches, uh, seeing some plays that, you know, I didn't like on film. Um, you know, just at a, um, at a point of attack, I, I didn't like. So it's a lot, especially taking taking time to actually worry about, you know, the runners you're facing, how you attack the runner, or how would you hold a block? Are you using your hands too much, or should you give it more of a shoulder? Uh, just it's just small things like that. We've got three more questions. Andrew Walker. Hey, Darius. Um, looking at the DeForest Buckner trade and this big effect everybody expects him to make on the defense as a whole, um, from your seat there at the will, is it as simple as just the blockers that he'll occupy and, and that opens things up? Or diving in a little more of the X and O's, how, how particularly does he – does having a dominant three-tech help you and your job? Um, you know, you having a, a dominant three-tech as a will – and they can take up, you know, two to three blockers, and the pullers can't go up on you, or they can't, um, they can't double and then come up off on the linebackers um, as quick as they want to. That gives the linebackers enough time to actually run around and make plays. And then you think about it, and we play – I mean, it's no secret. Everybody knows that we're going to play cover two. You know, it's a bend but don't break defense. And, you know, if the guys are shutting everything down in the back end, and, you know, quarterbacks throw the check down because that's their last resort. By the time they even get to that check down read and having our defensive line, I feel like our defensive line is going to be so dominant that um, quarterbacks will not have enough time to actually get to that um, check down. And having him, Danico Archery, um, Jay Houston, I just feel like we're going we're gonna to dominate, hopefully. Mike Chapel. Yeah, Darius. We, we, again, it's clear how much you, you love to find motivation and it lifts you up. On the other end, after two years, what are you most pleased with individually? Improvement each year. I felt like, you know, my rookie season, <clears throat> rookie season, they, you know, they said that I was bad in coverage, even though we played cover two. Um, and then coming on to my second year, I have led um, linebackers with five interceptions, um, had a small um, – catching rate uh, ratio against me. So just my my way of to continue to get better, you gotta you gotta notice what's wrong and then you gotta fix it. And then once you fix it, then you see improvement. I think that's something that I really take pride in. Go last question, Larry Overton. Darius, a number of veteran free agency additions on the defensive side of the ball. I know that you guys had all the Zoom meetings in the offseason, but since you've now finally been able to get into the building with guys, who are the guys, those new guys who have come in that you've been able to establish quick chemistry with? Um, it's, it's crazy because he's on the opposite side of the ball, but Phillip Rivers, um, like it's, it's crazy that, you know, when my brother got drafted in San Diego, that was his quarterback. So, you know, I was there in San Diego growing up, watching him play, meeting him, and now he's on my team. So we, you know, we, we talk about that all the time and his energy that he brings. Like last night we were on a Zoom meeting 
And, you know, he bringing so much juice in, like, how he's so ready to get back. And it's like bringing, like, thinking about me. Okay, I bring juice. And then to see him this morning, he's like, man, I can't wait to get out there on the field. And it's, you know, I think I think Philip Rivers, man, just because of uh, the juice and the connection that, that he brings. Is he the same guy from, that you remember from when you met him years ago with your brother? Yes, yes. The, the country guy, very loud, competitive, trash talker. Yes, they, they ain't nothing changed but his age. All right. Thanks, Darius. Uh, if everybody just stay on the line, uh, we have Anthony Costanzo here, so he'll be up here in the next minute or so. Thanks, Darius. Peace out. All right, Stephen Holder, you want to start us off? AC, how you doing? I'm doing well. How you guys doing? Good, good. Good to see you. Um, I, I know from covering you for a long time that uh, your your training is very important to you and, and foremost. Uh, how was it impacted this off season and did you get done what you hoped to do? And, and in addition to that, what have you learned about just the conditioning of your teammates? I mean, you guys feel like you're in good shape generally. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, I, it is really important to me. And um, obviously things were different. Wasn't able to go to a gym. Uh, I just kind of set some up in my garage, but uh, was able to get done everything I, 